This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. And uh, that's exactly what we just did. We had a huge, 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 <laughs> huge slice of pizza. Am I fucking up the fucking sound again? No, okay. you're good. Okay. You're okay. So, uh, should you I uh, speak closer? If, yeah, if you want to. Okay. If you want to get uh, really romantic intimate, with intimate. it. Intimate with the microphone. Yeah. Well, welcome to the, uh, this is part two of episode four. Here on uh, Pop Punk and Pizza on BangarangRadio.com. I am your host, uh, Jacques Lamore, and this is Dave Gomez from a band called Night Terrors. What up? What up, fam? Great great new band, by the way, and we'll talk more about Night Terrors coming up for sure later in the hour. I'm looking forward to that, dude. So, Dave and I have known each other for a long time, so... Yes, we we practically we grew up in the same scene. Know a lot of the same people, play the same kind of music. Like a lot of the favorite. Like before we went on, we were talking about how much we love MXPX, you know. So, and just how we got into pop punk in general. So yeah, we just learned we're the same age, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, like, we're the same age yeah, and everything. And we for, had no idea. Yeah, for the longest time, I thought he was older than me, but it turns out we're the <laughs> the exact same age. Yeah. So it's uh, kind of funny how that works. Um, <laughs> it's because we both have baby faces, so it's all baby good. faces. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah, so you, it happens. I think you're the one that's got more of a baby face than I do. Yeah, I got the beard though. Yeah, do, I need to work on it. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, it'll take some time, but you know, I'm, dude, I, I have stuff for that. I right? can see him rub it on my, you know, rub it on my face, and it just grows overnight. That's what they have, right? You can just uh, buy that at like Walgreens. Or do, do do they make that for beards like they do for like hair on your head? I, I would assume so. I wonder if Rogaine would work on your on your balls. <laughs> or your ass? Where's my uh, <laughs> pop? Where's my rim shot? Yeah, right. Yeah. Wait, we need to hit that again. Yes, dude. We need all the sound effects. Yeah, all the. There we go. I need a, a, I need a beat. Late, lo- I need I need a beat louder now because they they had they had a lot of sound effects and I, I want to. What's yeah. that? Louder now had like a shitload of sound effects. I want. No, they didn't. They didn't. They just had a. F- I just did a few. You know what? I didn't. I know they were like talking about crap. It. I didn't. Uh, I didn't give you a round of applause yeah, you, when you yeah. came into the show Dude. first. Now, all right, wait, what's up, guys? Right, I'm let, Dave. Yeah, let, let's let's uh, let's do a do-over. Here we go. All right, all right, all right here we go. All right. Oh, welcome, hey. Dave Gomez. To Pop the show. punk pizza. Hey, hello. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> like it. the band. Hello, <laughs> goodbye. Hello, goodbye. Oh, anyway, enough of the enough of that. Okay. We're just okay. we're just being a bunch of retards. Yeah, this show's uh, gonna be four hours long. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, and make sure you uh, take a dump and take a piss now, um, and grab lots of beer if you're still listening. Yeah, if you're still listening, if you're, if you're, you're probably already, tuned like, out yeah, by now. Yeah. yeah, you're probably sick of this because you're like, oh, I expected expected to hear them talk about uh, some 41's yeah. new record. And- I didn't learn anything. I just heard a bunch of like fucking people belching and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, farting. Do I? Yeah. I got a fart sound effect in here. Somewhere. Do you really? Yeah. There you go. Nice, wow. dude. That sounds so real. Oh, it doesn't. I think it is. A, I think that is a real one right there, actually. So well, it can't be fake. You know, and here's every, some asshole, here's everyone. Some asshole got paid. booing us right now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, some asshole. Some asshole got paid to fucking fart into the thing. Like that's. You gotta think about that. You know what I mean? Like, I'd do it for free. I would do it for free too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so 
Like I said when we first started this, this is part <laughs> two of uh, episode four of Pop Punk and Pizza because um, this past Friday, t- some two really big records, in our opinion, came out. Green Day's Revolution Radio, which part one was all about Green Day's Revolution Radio, and this is part two, which is all about Sum 41's latest hit record, 13 Voices. Woo! Sold over 16 million records already in one day. 16 million. That makes it... Uh, Crap, what? No, Diamond? Is that Diamond? Or no, Diamond is a million, right? Or is so. Diamond? Yeah, Diamond's like a, a no, no, no. stupid amount. No, Platinum is a million. Yeah. Diamond is Diamond's 10. Like, oh, Diamond like, is Diamond 10. Diamond is not, like, does not, That's, ex- does not exist until like maybe like 10 years no, after. No, well, <laughs> the only person it exists for right now is Adele. Her latest Adele? record went, uh, not Platinum, Diamond. I thought uh, Nirvana held it as well. Oh, lots of people have diamond records. Okay, okay. Except she's like the only one that's like a current artist current that artist. has one because no one says sells 10 million copies of the records anymore. Unless you're yeah, Adele. Right. Because it's she's... crazy. It's good for her because like for somebody with like no talent, it's pretty, it's amazing. You think she has no talent? I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, people are like booing the shit out of you right now. <laughs> like... Yeah. No, she's nice. She's nice. She has a nice voice. And yet again, we're talking about people that have nothing to do with pop punk. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's so perfect. No, actually, I, I actually like Adele. I, I think she's hilarious. Actually, Adele. Actually, uh, she was actually really funny on that uh, that karaoke thing. Though, what's his fucking oh, yeah. name? You know that karaoke mm-hmm. show? That uh, not the karaoke. D- uh, fucking no. the dude that drives the car with the uh, yeah with yeah celebrities. Or, uh, Seth Corden, right? Or J- James Corden? James Corden? James Corden. Okay, he's a good guy. He, no, uh, uh, he didn't. That was like my favorite episode with Adele. She was, was like it? so like fucking down to earth with her own music. Like, Here, here's a fun fact about uh, Adele. Did you know Adele inspired Sum 41's 13 Voices record? Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, her and Derek hung out. Wow. She inspired him. Yeah. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm. I'm. Totally, I'm <laughs> <laughs> You had me for a second, dude. I Did was I? like, what? A hot, just a hot second? Damn, dude. Yeah, like, no, sorry. She produces? Did I not like, read, like, she, read the she's fucking a, liner She's notes? in the thank you. I see uh, I see some like some people I would not expect to be thanked in this record, actually. Well, speaking for of... That are, like, not, like, for uh, all we know, yeah. she could have actually funded the record because this was, was <laughs> a, what, a pledge? Um, this was crowdfunded, this 13 Voices record. That's a good point. It was... I can't you know, believe that. Even though it's through Hopeless, it's still crowdfunded. Yeah. So, anyway, well, I guess let's let's dive into to uh, Sum Forty One's latest Thirteen Voices. And uh, how do you how should we start this off? I I kind of want to um hear your take on when you like first popped it in because I think you're a bigger Sum Forty One fan than I am. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan, but not as big as Dave. So, I think it's great. I think. Uh... I don't know. I feel like they're, they're they're the one band that like, or one of few bands that truthfully, excuse me, truthfully like care about the art and just don't care about like you know being on the fucking cover of a magazine, even though they very well are on you know you know they have like a lot of several. Like, yeah, exactly. They just they get the uh, they get the attention, but they get the attention in the right way because they're good at what they do. You know, Derek's just he's an artist, man. He's like a soft spoken dude. He cares about the art, you know, and you know. It's cool. It's cool. He's, 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 I think he, they're one of the bands like they just deserve it. They deserve every everything. Well, especially the hell that he's been through. And it's right. kind of funny how, um, you know, we're both for this uh, episode part one and part two. We're both talking about two bands that have kind of gone through some similar things in the last three or four years. Um, Green Day went through a lot. Uh, besides Billy Joe's rehab visit, you know, um, two people 
associated with Green Day had cancer. Yeah. Um, actually, one of their their uh, fourth guitar player, Jason, um, he had throat cancer, and then Mike Dern's wife had cancer, mm-hmm. which was actually worse than uh, I think J- Jason's was. Um, so you know they had all that going on, and then well, with some forty one, I mean Derek literally was on his deathbed. And we weren't even sure, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, or maybe it's, was it about three years ago when this was happening, right? Just about, yeah. I think maybe even, maybe even sooner, actually. You know what it was? Like, they, uh, they actually did this documentary um, about um, the last record. They, like, documented the whole process, like, the recording process. They showed, like, footage of them, like, you know, partying, like, like straight up, like, Motley Crue style. Like, oh, damn. That's yeah, pretty, yeah, it uh, was, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Like, they showed everything, too. They showed them, like, you know, like hooking up with chicks like obviously i didn't show that but they like you right. know like and, and they, they showed the beginning the beginning of, of the, the yeah. beginning process of that whole thing right and, yeah and they you know and especially for a band of like you know their age they're like they're still doing it they're still partying like they're fucking yeah. 18. and then you hear and this <laughs> when you know <laughs> you, yeah. you see the the start of it and then all of a sudden it flash forwards and you just hear the meh <laughs> yeah anyway my silly sound effects. Um, but yeah, I think that was like the beginning of where it got really bad. It's, it's kind of funny that they, not funny, but you know, because it actually is a serious issue. But like, no, it was but huge. Uh, but uh, I, they, they documented it. Like they, docu- like they documented like the, the beginnings of where it was like becoming crazy, crazy mm-hmm. for Derek. And I think especially Derek because he's like, you know, he's like the main songwriter. Yeah, he's will. the front man, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the head, like the head honcho. And I just remember when you know the the word got out of all his struggling and and um and like i said he he was on his deathbed it sounded bad like i honestly i i didn't think there was going to be i didn't think some 41 would continue it like it seemed like he was going to yeah. be that weak and maybe this was going to hinder him so much that he wouldn't be able to go on but i am very grateful thankful and um you know happy that he did and that he is with us today and he's well and he's doing better than ever because this record will blow your freaking socks off man i think uh, yeah i feel like they've never really let me down they've always they've always taken the right step i mean you know um they don't they're not a band that really goes too far back as far as like lyrical content as far as like you know singing about like you know like being young and like high school and stuff like that like yeah, they don't really throw it. Well, I mean, they did a Some, little bit sometimes. I mean, like, but it's more like it's more like it's more so like reflecting, like reflecting, yeah. like, you know. Well, that's what they kind of did with Underclass Hero. Mm-hmm, exactly, there was like, reflection. In it was that. like us track like Walking Disaster, like t- talking about like his uh, parents and you know like uh, like moving away from home and you know like the the whole ordeal of you know wanting to be a rock star. Yeah. Hey, Derek is another one of those songwriters, kind of like you know like Billy Joe mm-hmm. Armstrong or Green Day. Um, that really is good at writing about his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, really showcasing what he's gone through. And yeah, he's always done that. And yeah. in my opinion, 13 Voices is like, it's like a road road map that takes us through Derek's near-death experience with alcoholism. Yeah. That's really what it is. I mean, from start to finish. I mean, these song titles, I mean, you got, a, the, it starts off with this like or- orchestrated song, A Murder of Crows. You know, you're all dead to me. Like, oh my God. Just listening, just hearing that song title, you're like, whoa. And then the next song, God damn, I'm dead again. I um, like the fact that the first three tracks on the, on the record all have to do with death. That's what I'm saying. Murder. Like, this is God hef- damn, I'm dead. Fake my own death. Like, it, it, and there's another song, uh, God save us all, in parentheses, death to pop. 
So it's just like the whole record is just super fucking heavy and dark. They just like, they're like baby Metallica. That's the way I look at them. You know, it's funny, <laughs> no, it's funny you mention that because when I was listening to this record this morning, um, that was one on one of my notes for this record is that um, it sounds like Linkin Park and Metallica. Nice. Not like in the same mixtures, but there's some parts in the song where you're like, wow, this kind of sounds like Linkin Park. And then some of the guitar riffs are like, am I listening to Metallica? Like right. right now, like, well, obviously they've got Brown Sound back, mm-hmm. and that guy has some serious, serious chops on, you know, with his fingers. Like he's got some serious licks, and he really brought back that, um, that Chuck sound, yeah, that everyone missed so much. Because a lot of people I talked to, they liked that darker Chuck sound. I'm more of the, the I like the poppier side mm-hmm. of some 41, like, you know, all filler, no killer, um, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I and I liked you know Underclass Hero uh, as well, or All Kill. Did I say All Killer No Filler, or did I say it wrong? I think you said All Killer No Filler. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant to say. If not, we'll edit it. I'll edit it. That's cool, dude. I got it. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I I liked more of the the softer side of them, and I mean this this record is throughout most of the the record. It's it's really it's on full throttle for the most part. It's like yeah. it's just really you know punching Super you in the face. Giant guitars. Yeah, but then like, war. Then war comes in. Yeah, war is I, just this beautiful ballad. I was listening to it uh, like like you know like right when it right when it fucking was available. I was like I couldn't wait for it, and I listened to it like popped it up on Apple Music. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, they're a sponsor. <laughs> we wish they were a sponsor. <laughs> and uh, I was just like yelling fuck throughout the whole time I was listening to it. I was just like, fuck. It's so good. Fuck. And, I haven't done that in a long time. And you time. were like in tears. Fuck. Yeah, I haven't so done good. I haven't done that in a long time where I was just like, you know, chills. You know, you mm-hmm. get the chills. Like, that's when you yeah. know like something's actually good. I know what you're talking about. You I, get, I hear... Yeah, you get those chills. I see it all over social media too. A lot of people, I feel, feel the same way about this record too. Like, yeah. I didn't really get that um, from um, Screaming Bloody Murder. I didn't really see it too much. You know, I was like, going to say, they're leading up to 13 Voices, obviously, and there's been um, their last... Well, this is their... I guess I could say the last three records between 13 Voices, um, Screaming Bloody Murder, and Underclass Hero. There are some major gaps between those two because... Um, Underclass Hero came out in 2007. Screaming Bloody Murder didn't come out till 2011, and then yeah. this is just coming out in 2016. So yeah. it's there's quite, no, a, quite a gap, right? And obviously, I'm not sure why, because I don't know as much about Sum 41 as I should. I don't know why there was such a major gap between Underclass Hero and Screaming Bloody Murder. But, murder, but we obviously know the reason why there's five years in between. Um. Screaming Bloody Murder and 13 Voices because of Derek's situation and everything like that. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So. Plus, I feel like with with a band um, at at their level and their where they're where they're at in their career, there's like a I imagine there's like a lot of pressure with like really like um, pleasing the fans and uh, well, not only pleasing the fans but pleasing themselves too. Because I feel like I don't know, man. Some Forty One just kills it, man. They're they're actually one of my biggest influences as far as like songwriting songwriting they're like not even just like sound but like just like sting like real like you know like you don't really hear too much like you know i love you know i love blink i love the new record i'm not gonna i'm not a california hater but uh they're they're um you know they sing about you know youth and everything like that like some 41's just been real like Derek's like sing always sings about like what he's actually going through at that time period is not too much of like you know 
hey, I'm in high school, you know, kind of, kind of lyrics. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, he, he's always been very true about what he said. And, uh, and you know, obviously, like I said earlier, and what well, we both said that this, you know, this record is like a roadmap through his whole destruction. And the songs that really hint at it are obviously War and uh, Fake, or uh, yeah, Fake My Own Death and Break. I really liked Breaking the Chain. That was a really good song, dude. Um, Metal, you know. Yeah, some. Of, <laughs> yeah, like I said, you'll listen to some of these songs and you'll you'll hear some of the riffs in it. It's like I said, you'll think, oh, this is a Metallica song. This is, you know. Yeah, um, a lot, I know a lot of people are excited about like Dave, like being back in the band, like their yeah. their original guitar player. And uh, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that he didn't really come into the recording process until like maybe a, a few months before the record was actually done. So like yeah. a lot of like a lot of the record, like like the roots of where they came from were already going in that direction it wasn't like hey dave's back in the band let's go back to where you know where we sounded where we left off with dave um so it's like it was already coming from like a really really heavy dark place and and i think you know you can even just not even from listening it just looking at the the you know the cover art I mean, baby, baby Metallica. And, and, yeah, it is. This is Baby Metallica. I mean, just look at it. It, lo- it just looks evil and as hell. Yes. And, and you know it's going to be a hard record, and you know it's just going to knock you on your ass. Yes. Um, and that's what it, it does. Um, and but mentioning, you know, Dave being back in the band, I remember reading some comments on uh, some of their, on some of some Forty Ones posts on Facebook. Some people were expressing how they were upset that Dave had little to do with the record because he came back into the band so late in the, you know the recording process and they were kind of upset about that but I feel like I don't I don't know I feel like it's his name is still written all over it yeah even though you know maybe he was brought into it late just because it is so heavy and and the um the playing and the 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 licks, the guitar licks and everything. I just to me, it's it's, it's still his style, oh, undoubtedly. And I think it's 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 exciting to see it's exciting to see him um, play with the guys again, like live. You know, oh it's yeah, cool. it's cool. Like I wish uh, I wish Stevo like you know didn't like kind of get sick of touring, or whatever. I I think that was the case. I think that's why he left. But uh, I don't know. I mean, he left a while ago. This yeah, was... I'm pretty sure he was just like kind of like I don't think he it was like uh, a bad breakup whatsoever. I think he was just like kind of done with like the lifestyle. I feel like you know sometimes you're at that point where like you feel like you you accomplished everything you wanted to accomplish with music, I guess. And I he was, I think he was at that point. So yeah, from what I understand about the situation, and a lot of people were upset about when he left. I know people were like, eh, I don't like him anymore. That, you know, Brown sound is not in there. It's funny how, yeah, never thought, you know, there's not too many bands to where, um, like their guitar player leaves, their guitar, their guitar player leaves. I can barely, I feel like I'm mumbling today. Um, their guitar player leaves and they're like, oh, I don't listen to the band anymore. It's usually when like the front man leaves or something like that. But yeah, you know, he was just—he was a big part of some forty-one, obviously. Too, yeah. So they're also one of the few bands like um, very like similar to like like with like the era they they came up from, where like they did they did stuff like like um, put out like DVDs and like documentaries. Like they were like one of the first bands to actually like do that. Maybe not one of the first bands, but like. You know they participated in in doing in doing like really cool like, you know just like, f- it was it was more than just the music. You yeah, got, you got to see them. You got to see their personalities right. and stuff. So I think people like know their names. So mm-hmm. and what they're about. Like just as as uh, as the whole band. Yeah. 
even 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 with Derek being like the main guy, like the main songwriter, if you will. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I I think pretty much how you can sum up this record is probably it's to me it's a it's yeah there's a lot of it's mostly hard rocking you know like it it's really slaps you on the face but there is a mixture of that um that poppier some 41 in there too yeah. you know so yeah it, it's still it's still really catchy it's not just it's still yeah i was gonna yeah, say there's still like the, a, there's still the catchiness poppy part of it in there to where you'll get hooked on those heavy songs right um so you know i feel like they tried to blend it as much as possible because they're i not, know they're not grindcore <laughs> yet <laughs> n- not yet yeah um maybe the next record but they're probably going to be touring with metallica soon who knows <laughs> no i'm just kidding they did um, tour with the molly crew so that's right so yeah you know that's um, probably where they where they got the uh, influence, kind of. I could well, maybe that's where Derek really learned how to party, and he ended up where he is, which is yeah. That's really bad for me to say. That's terrible. Um, no, I really no, do. It's, it's real. It's real. It could happen. You know. Yeah. Um, but because I, the reason I bring up you know the the heavy side of some forty one and the poppier side is you know I meet people um, here and there that are just fans of the. You know the heavy stuff. They like Chuck, and they love screaming bloody murder and things like that. And obviously, for me, being liking the poppier side more, um, I think this is the perfect. I think this will make both of those types of fans happy. Those two different types of some forty one fans happy, and especially considering this is really a a miracle and a blessing that we even got another some forty one record because we didn't honestly think it was going to happen after what uh, Derek was going through so yeah I mean on, to be honest Vin I, I didn't I didn't really I didn't really get that vibe no because I did um you know like it's maybe it's, it's, it's real it's real life like you know you know we very well could have lost him but at the end of the day I feel like uh it's been such a big part of his life I don't I don't think he was gonna make it you know but like, it just stop. Like, it just it, seemed like with like the lineup changes and like you know yeah before even Dave was in the band like they were still touring with uh Tom who was in a band called um, Gob. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think they were just going to make it work as long as as long as long he could. I mean, honestly, even if, like, Cone left, I feel like he would find three other dudes. <laughs> hey, it, I would who knows? Do it. I would do it. What's up, Derek? Yeah. What's, <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> um, well, I just say that just because his health, he just seemed so weak Yeah. that it was yeah. so unsure if he was going to be able to, to get back there. And like I said, I'm... Uh, of course, I'm relieved. Yeah. Very relieved. And we all are. So, um, I mean, that's, for me, that's pretty much my notes on it. I think it's a great record. I think you should buy it. So Go get it at your local uh, Target. They actually have it um, available for uh, super stupid cheap, $10 for yeah. a record, and you get four bonus tracks. Or better yet. You can't beat that. If you're watching this while they're... Uh, tour is going on. Go see them on tour and buy it at their show. Yes, that'd be even better. Yes, because um, I know they're they'll be in Chicago at House of Blues the twenty first. I don't know October twenty first. That is, I don't know if it's sold out yet. Are you going to that show or no? I'm not. It's sold out, brother. Is it sold out? Okay. If you guys are listening. Give me a free ticket. <laughs> yeah, hit up Dave. What's your yeah. email? It's uh, <laughs> or your so- your Instagram <laughs> yeah, or your just, Twitter. Yeah, fucking yeah, Twitter me or tweet DM me. It's uh at Dave Gomez NT. Yeah, if you got a free ticket to House of Blues Chicago, October twenty first. Yeah, I repeat at Dave Gomez NT. <laughs> Give me a fucking ticket. God damn it, I want to go to this show so bad. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm glad they're back. They're touring with uh, kind of some like un- unexpected bands. Like, Senses fail. Yeah, Senses. I, I was and, surprised uh, and, by uh, that too. 
you know, not that they're like too different. I mean, they you know they don't sound exactly the same, but you know. no. But you never want your opener to sound exactly like you. True. True. Yeah. But uh, oh, they're also bringing out um, as it is, which is like a newer like pop punk band, and I've uh, heard of them, I just, but I haven't actually I listened. When you to you think them. of some forty one, you don't think of as it is. So, no, I um, I, I and, don't um, didn't think so. I'm a fan though. I think they they yeah they chose the right lineup. It's cool. Yeah. Good deal, man. Um. So yeah, I I, I like I said, I think that pretty much sums up thirteen voices, and uh, I think. I think it's time that we move on to our... Uh, we didn't do the, the news segment for this part two, um, but we are going to do our pop punk picks of the week, so let's slam into that right now. Pop punk picks of the week. Three, two, one. So since Dave Gomez is here, yes. I'll, I'll go first. Hi. Uh, <laughs> since he's here, my pop punk pick of the week is actually his band Night Terrors. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Dude. Dave. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dave was so kind enough to say, hey, I'd love to be on your show because, you know, sometimes it's hard to get uh, people to be guests here on Pop Punk and Pizza because our schedules don't always mix. I know I have a hectic schedule and most and most other people in the music community have cr- crazy schedules as well, so it's hard to get together. Um but this worked out, and I'm really glad it did. So thanks for being it on the show. It worked out fast, too, which is really cool. It did. Um, so before we play your song, Melanie, let's talk about Night Terrors. This is your brand uh, your, your brand new band. You've had a couple before this. Um, how did Night Terrors come about? Just give us some, just a little summary of what's going on with Night Terrors right now. Okay, honestly, uh, Night Terrors started like literally the day after my um, project uh, Plastic Smiles broke up. Like, literally, like, I just knew I wanted to continue. Uh, the guys didn't really want to take it seri- as serious as I did. And I just knew I wanted to, like, you know, write th- write the record I've always wanted to write. You know what I mean? As far as, like, you know, where I'm at now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where I'm going to be. You know, nobody knows. <laughs> you know? No, you never know. <laughs> you, never you, can, <laughs> you can plan to know, <laughs> right. but that doesn't mean it's going to go that way. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, I knew within, the you know, within a few years, I knew I wanted to write the record, like... I've always wanted to write. I've been in bands in the past where I guess I wasn't really staying true to myself because, you know, sometimes you overthink things or you're just like, oh, you know, yeah. you're just trying to, like, appeal to a certain crowd. I was just like, you know what, man, I just... I was also, like, part of growing up, too, like, as far as, like, you know, coming into your own, you know, coming into your into your own, per, you know, person, like, sure. type of person you want to be. And, um, you know, I've been in bands where I just like, didn't really believe in, in what, we're, what we were doing. We were doing things like thinking too much about like the business and you know as 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 you know as you know it's important but it's not everything i can relate to that that was my that was one of my problems one of my fallbacks that i always admit to that um i focused way too much on the business end than i did on the the music end it's right. and it's hard it's a hard uh you know balancing that uh that teeter-totter it, Teeter, it, right teeter-totter it is right? <laughs> it is because you know at the end of the day you want you want people to listen, but you you wanna you know, wanna stay true to your morals because at the end of the day, you know, music is important. You know, it could be part of your you know why you're remembered and why you don't want to be remembered for something that you you know you really don't believe in. You know, so but yeah, Night Terror is uh, just like a little project of mine. I uh, I'm actually still looking for band members. It's very new. Like, really? You know, I've been doing it for three years. I've been like in the studio, in and out of the studio with like friends from like other bands and like um 
you know, just like really cl- like super close friends of mine, and like you know, I'm lucky enough to be like close. You know, I grew up with some of these like people. Like uh, I got Dave. I'm like real friends. I was gonna say because I saw one of the flyers said uh, you know we featured some members from Real Friends or at least one, and I was wondering which one it was, and so it was Dave. Yeah, it was Dave. Okay, and that was actually you know even though like for people for people like like that like really know me like they knew that I like grew up with the dude and like I. I've known him since I was like 14 or whatever. Like yeah, I was going to say, you guys up, have known yeah. each other forever. Yeah, we've been in like a million bands together. Yeah. You know, a million <laughs> failed projects too. Like, yeah. you know, it was like a lot of like learning how to, you know, you know, play our instruments and stuff like yep. that. We were like yep. playing covers and shit like that. But like, um, that was actually an accident. It was kind of funny how that worked oh, out. Oh, really? It, just, it, it wasn't he... even like, hey, dude, like, you know, I know I haven't talked to you in a while or like, you know, because we kind of, like, you know, it was kind of like... It's been diff- it's been weird because like real friend success and stuff like that like yeah. they've kind of like you know they're like away so much so you know our relationship was kind of like on the you know well yeah it was you, different it was it's, diff- it's, it was, you don't it was you don't see them a lot of times when you, when you're right. in, uh you know starting your career out like real friends you got to be on the road all the time right you got to be in the studio all the time and so right so I started you know I I wrote some songs and I booked studio time and. You know, I can play. I can pretty much play everything. Is, is you know, for what I need for this kind of music. I, you know, I, I'm the main songwriter, vocalist. I, uh, I play guitar. I play bass, and I just don't know how to play drums. So I, I needed, um, I needed a drummer like willing to like do it. And uh, my uh, very fucking really good friend, uh, Kevin Provencher, who plays in a band called Bonfires, was cool enough to okay to come through. And uh, those guys are a great band. They're on the they're on a fall tour right now too. You should check them out. Yes. They're on. They're going to be on tour with a band called the Millennium, and a few really other, a few from other Wisconsin. Yes, great band. Yeah. So, and uh, I don't know. I guess like it was funny because like Bonfires were like in the middle of uh, recording their record, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they were in the middle of recording uh, their record, and Dave was already like kind of hanging out at at the studio, and uh, we were like, you know, we we're like dri- for the first day, you know, for the first single we, we recorded, uh, Melanie, we were like driving up there, and. Uh, we got a text from Dave because Dave was already like hanging out and shit, and he was like, "Yo, um, Kevin asked me like, do you mind if Dave comes through and like, like like hangs out for the day?" I was just like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. It's gonna be, I don't know, it's gonna be different, like you know, because we haven't seen each other in a while." And uh, he came through. I, you know, we kind of like jokingly asked if he would be willing to play guitar on it, and he was like, he was like honored and like you know, kind of like rekindled our friendship because we kind of, you know, honestly, we kind of had a like falling out, so. So like we're like good buds again. So it's cool. It's that, really cool. That's awesome, man. I'm like, glad to hear yeah, that. It was, it was bigger. It was bigger than just like the music. Like because yeah. he was like a really good friend of mine. And oh, good. Some like bullshit happened, and I don't know. Just like miscommunication, and like we're all oh. we're all really best friends again. So well, it's, good. It's you cool. should be. Yeah. I mean, because he's from real friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside of that, though, like, it was like it, outside of that, like it was it was really cool. Like it was a uh, it was like. It seriously felt like like two thousand I don't know five again or something I don't I don't fucking know like it was <laughs> okay. it was it was really cool it felt like it felt like old times so all right well yeah here's like, Melanie the song that does feature Dave from Real Friends and Dave also and Kevin Kevin Provencher from Bonfires all right here we go.
Melanie by Night Terrors here on Pop Punk and Pizza on BangerangRadio.com. And Dave Gomez has been on part one and part two here of episode four of Pop Punk and Pizza. Dave Gomez is the lead vocalist and guitar player and bass player. Bass? Oh, oh you're not playing guitar on this. Correct. correct. Oh, okay, you are a bass I'm player. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I thought maybe you were playing guitar on this project. Yeah, man. It's It's been weird. Like, I don't know. Not not really weird, but like it's it's just been like adjusting because like because it's such a new band and I'm just trying to figure out like the the member situation and you know more so like focusing on like the re- recording like the record and sure. like, p- putting out like a any and like an EP I'm like really proud of and stuff. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Seth Henderson by the way. Yes. Dude yes. Seth, I miss you man. Yeah. I haven't uh, I always projection recorded our last EP with him right a couple of years ago right on. and god he's so good. He's yeah. so fun to so fun yeah. to record with. Yeah, too, outside so. of like even like producing and shit. He's yeah. just like really He's a like, great guy. He's such a good guy like, Yeah. If you ever want to, you know, I mean, shoot, a lot of people go to him just because, you know, he's got the um, the history of doing the Real Friends right. and the Knuckle Puck uh, right. records and everything like that. Um, but on top of that, I mean, you know, he, he's even without that, he'd be a great guy to go to, you know? So, yeah. um, but uh, no, that is my pop punk pick of the week, uh, Night Terrors. Their song called Melanie. I will say, by the way, I hear two things when I hear that song. I hear Alkaline Trio and I hear Mest. You know me so well. I, <laughs> seriously, that's what I hear. Like it sounds like the two got married in that song because um, it's got like it still has like that happy feeling uh, beat to it and everything. But I don't know. There's still I don't know. There's some. I, I just hear some Alkaline Trio in there too. I don't know. Yeah, that's just my. My opinion. So I, I know you're a big. Actually, you and I, um, we were in separate bands, but we opened for Mest one time together. That's right. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, of course I remember so. that, dude. That was like that was a fun show. Yeah. Like that was like uh, I got that was like a you know that was a bucket list kind of kind of deal. It like, was a bucket was, list because and you and I are both big Mest fans, so they were totally. a huge influence for me, um, especially when I was in high school. Man, yeah. I wanted to sound like Tony Lovato, dude. Totally, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody did. Every, um, yeah, they were like, not only like uh, are they like an important band as far as like the Chicago scene goes, but like they just put on like such a good live show. Still to this day, man. Like they're so, you know, yeah, they're just I good agree. at what they do. So I agree, cool. man. So yeah, there you have it. My pop punk pick of the week. What's yours? Um, we're gonna go with uh, Sum Forty One, the the ba- the band we were just talking about. Um, I picked War. The I guess it's a single. They have a video for it. That was the second single, right? Second single, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I don't know, man. That's, that's as soon as I heard it, I was very, very excited, and I was like looking forward to the record. Um, I, I agree, man. Yeah, it's a little slower, but um, it's good. It's really good. Just like the songwriting, everything. Check it out. So what am I fighting for? Everything back and more, and I'm not gonna let this go. I'm ready to settle the score Get ready cause this is war There are days that I think I'm crazy All the days nothing seems to faze me There's nothing more and nothing less Just all the fears that I must confess Well, I'm afraid I believe in nothing No hopes or dreams you could have left me dead Naive and not to mention I'm
It's War Some 41 here on Pop Punk and Pizza on BangerangRadio.com. That is Dave Gomez's Pop Punk Pick of the Week, which is very fitting because their brand new record just came out this past Friday called 13 Voices, which we just reviewed here. Yes. I was going to grab it too. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We should have grabbed it together and yes. hold it in harmony. Yes. Peace and love. Anyway, you should pick it up. We highly suggest it. It's a great record. Knock you right off your ass. Um, make sure your mom's not in the room when you're listening to it. <laughs> um, and uh, same for probably for the Green Day record. Although your mom might like Green Day more than she likes some 41. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. You think the mom's no. like Green Day versus, I don't know. Undoubtedly. They're more... Probably. Yeah, some 41's not really family friendly, I guess. No, neither is Green Day really. But, you know, it's funny. My mom, obviously, I've been a, a little... Or I've been a big Green Day fan ever since I was a little kid. And, you know, she's always... Um, watched like their performances with me on tv and stuff and the other day um well this i guess this was last month they were on the cover of rolling stone yeah and she was looking at the picture and she's like wow they're starting to show some age you know because <laughs> they're in their mid 40s obviously now green day but uh yeah you know i don't know it happens i don't know man. where i was it, going with that no it's story. cool no it's uh, cool it happens it's yeah. it's it's real life it shows shows they're human mm-hmm. you know it's cool Definitely. though it's it's uh it's cool that they're still like you know still a fucking band though you know not many bands get this far so it's true so um with that being said i mean that's going to be it for pop punk and pizza this is episode four part two if you missed part one check it out it's all about green day's revolution radio um make sure you like um excuse me lot lots of burps let me oh there we go i'm like i said excuse me um anyway follow bangerang radio on all the social media pages it's at bangerang radio at twitter um, also on Facebook, and then you can uh, f- subscribe to us on YouTube because uh, if you're not listening to this podcast, you can actually watch it on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can subscribe to us on uh, iTunes podcast as well. You can find us on Stitcher. And as far as uh, Pop Punk and Pizza goes, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter is Pop Punk and Pizza Pod, uh, Instagram, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. So uh, check us out there. And, um, you know, keep up to date on everything. We release new episodes every single Tuesday. And uh, you never know who's going to drop by. Um, Our uh, next show is actually a really special episode. I got to uh, interview my friend Justin Conant, who is a photographer. And he's also, uh, he runs merch on tour for Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and for a band called Famous Last Words. And uh, this the ne- the episode that's coming up here uh, next Tuesday, which is going to be the 18th, um, not only did Justin Conant come onto the show, but um, JT and um, Craig from uh, Famous Last Words came onto the show. We had a really great conversation about pop punk. Even though Famous Last Words is not a pop punk band, it was interesting to get their perspective on what they thought of pop punk and all that stuff. So make sure you look for that, the 18th. Um, next tuesday here on uh bangerangradio.com and then of course please please check out night terrors they got some great things happening yes lots of stuff lots of stuff in the works um i have a you know this this is a technical term here but technically a digital 45 two songs that's what it means it's just two songs so like you know and that's what a 45, 45, yeah, 45 is, record, yeah. you know, on, you know, A side, B side kind of deal. I've heard of more people doing that, doing the digital 45 thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, the reason I'm doing it is honestly, because I just honestly was not expecting that reaction, the reaction that I got. Like, so I will, you know, as far as like, you know, the support I got, even before I put out music, people were like asking for it. Like, you know, like 
it's it's insane. Like it's a great song, man. I love it. That's why you. I was like, I, this has to be my pick. And even yeah. if you weren't going to be on the show, it was going to be my pick. Like <laughs> I love that song. Right on, it's dude. it's got Thank a great you. hook to it, you know. And I can tell you spent a lot of time with it. Yes. And obviously, you went to the right guy. You know, you went right to Seth Henderson, and you know, it was like, hey, yeah. man. You know, yeah, help me out here. So I just wanted to get something out sooner, especially with like the whole like lineup situation, because I want to start, I want to start playing shows ASAP. You know, I want to oh, yeah, really like, you know, really go for it. And uh, so you're looking for a guitar or probably two guitars, right? Well, I actually have some live members. Like, oh, you do uh, like lined up for like you know to play some live shows, but uh, I'd really like a, a lineup lineup. I feel like it would just bring a different dynamic. It's, so you're it's looking for everyone. To do. Yeah, it's kind of okay. tough to do everything like uh, alone and like just by, by myself because like, oh, yeah. as far as like, you know, you can't do everything, you know, like booking no. shows, you know, um, so obviously songwriting. I don't, I don't want to like, I see some, you know, back to what we were saying, get too much into the business because like, you know, that could lose, you can take, uh, take away from the songwriting and the, and the actual art of it all. So yeah, it, it can, yep. it can be a, a task, a huge task. I agree. But uh, I agree. Yeah, you can it. follow me uh, at my personal account at Dave Gomez NT on Twitter and Instagram. Dave Gomez NT for Night Terrors. And mm-hmm. uh, Night Terrors account is uh, at Night Terrors IL for Illinois. All right. There you go. At Night Terrors IL and then Dave Gomez NT. There you have it. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks yeah. for having me, dude. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Pop Punk and Pizza once again. Jacques Lamour and my good friend Dave Gomez. Yes. Thank you so much yes. once again for pound coming it, on. Pound yeah. it, brother. Oh, pound it. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. And we're going to go back to drinking beer and uh, eating pizza. Yes. So. All the pizza in the world. All of it. It's all gone. <laughs> Sorry. See you later. Peace. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey.